Hello! Hi guys, this is Sarita. Um, you might know me as Bible Study Girl, and I am here to welcome you to the Bible Study Girl podcast. The first voice you heard was the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Yo, what is up? It is I, Bible Study Brother, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray, the Christian hip-hop artist that just dropped a new album that y'all should go check out. I changed my stuff up because like, I dropped an album. It's out. I just am claiming blessings that it is doing amazingly well and i'm like so shocked that my show went the way that it went because god is pouring blessings but anyway let me reel it back and do it the right way what's good people it's not bible study brother but i'm also known as icarus gray over at gray area anime but this is the most wonderful podcast of your day and again i say gray matter out Yes, the Grey Matter album is out. You can get it on all streaming platforms. This boy is ready um, for you to hear his work and, and interact with him and comment with him. So thanks, guys, for tuning in to another episode of the Bible Study Girl podcast. We're super, super excited um, to continue into our blog recap series. If you're new around these parts, you don't know what that means. So let me kind of help you guys out and steer you in the right direction. I used to write blogs every day over at BibleStudyGirl.com. You can head over to BibleStudyGirl.com right now to check out the blogs for yourself. While I don't currently write blogs every day, I assure you that there are plenty of blogs there for you to dig deep into um, and to just get some insight into my life as a Christian woman, the struggles I have, even the victories I have. I like to put it out on paper, publish it for the world to read in hopes that it'll help you guys and encourage you guys. And so what we do with the blog recap series is we talk about some of the blogs that um, have been published on the BibleStudyGirl.com website. And today's blog that we're going to talk about is entitled Sure. Um, and if you have not had the opportunity to read it, or if you just want to read the blog for today, just so you have, you can come up with your own conclusions of what you feel or things it may cause you to think about in your own personal life, uh, you can head over to BibleStudyGirl.com. You can touch the magnifying glass in the upper right hand corner and type in the word sure, S U R. E and the blog will pop right up. What we like to do on the blog recap is that Bible study brother generally has just read the blog and he gives you a fresh take. Um, the things that come to mind from him reading the blog. Um, and then I jump in and I tell you guys how I felt at the time that the blog was published. So the blog that we're discussing today was published actually on Bible Study Brothers' birthday back in 2019. Um, so this was, I guess, a little birthday surprise. And honestly, I think this is probably before you got the name Bible Study Brother, um, which is maybe why I didn't shout you out on the blog. But yeah, it was published on his birthday in 2019. So that was almost four years ago. So I'm interested to see what you thought, brother, when you read the blog. Sure. Let me unmute myself as I'm over here. Yeah, it was like doing all kinds of extra stuff to see about connectivity. Anyway, so here's what I thought. Uh, I've heard this story a couple times now, and you guys have heard it a couple times on the podcast about 
um, my dear sister and uh, her bestie and their like interactions and how literally God inspired it was because the coincidence of who they are don't really allow these folks to meet uh, very many new people. No new friends, no new friends. And so I think about those moments, especially for introverts. Like, I feel like all introverts should believe in God. And here's why. (laughs) There are so many instances where, like, the people that you come across have no reason to, to end up meeting you because of how introverted us introverts can be. Um, but somehow you end up meeting them. Uh, even I think about my uh, best friend or one of my best friends, uh, Tramel, like I don't meet him without just being outside one day uh, in our neighborhood. And a friend that I, another friend I had just met was going to his house like we went to school together and everything, and then I just decided, all right, I'm going with you down here to this house, and you know the the rest is history. But I just think about how God orchestrates those things, knowing like, mm, okay, you're not gonna get back. Kanae uh, and I have talked about our uh, about how we ended up back in each other's lives like that again. I I didn't go out and seek; it was literally through you know some messiness and and stuff like that and like I I just think about how much he thinks about us before he ever knew us before you know um, oh no he knew us from the beginning before we ever knew him before we ever knew him excuse me Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like that's crazy (laughs) like on a grand scale that's crazy and so if you haven't heard the story before, I'll explain it to you a little bit because he went straight into okay. life. Well, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. I'll do it right okay. now. So basically, uh, during grad school, my sister was in a class with uh, her bestie and they sat near each other. We were not besties at the time. And well, well, okay. I was going to get to there. Just give me, okay, some, give me some face sometime, man. Back up. Uh, and so both of them were introverts, didn't know each other. They didn't really talk i mean they would talk like class stuff and then randomly um she gets asked to go to this kojic music convention in memphis just out of nowhere which is out of so out of character for her her now bestie that it's just it's crazy to me to be like yeah that was god-led and then also very god-led was my sister's response of just sure immediately no hesitation like i don't know you from you know anything i don't, I just don't know you ma'am and she just said yes and therefore you know their friendship you know blossomed from that point uh like also they 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 had to spend the night there so it there's so many layers of like what's going on here like god you know god's going on here that's what um Side note, uh, I grew up Baptist, and this is a little funny side note. I don't know a whole lot about all the different denominations. Uh, we learned in church there's like over 40 f- or 4,500 different religions in the world or something. Only one with an empty tomb. Amen. 
Um, <laughs> but I thought about that, and then I just thought about the denominations. And the denominations, I think, are in like the six hundreds or something like that within Christianity or whatever. And I didn't know nothing about any of this stuff. It wasn't until like a couple years ago, watching like Kevin on stage and stuff, that I learned like, oh. Now I know the characteristics of like Kojic people and stuff like even though I've been around right. a lot of them for my entire life. Uh yes. <laughs> but and then it just started to all make sense to me. Because typically my Baptist church acts like a Baptist church, but it also doesn't at the same time. Uh or my home church, excuse me. Right. Um, I was gonna say that same thing. I'm a little like we Okay, so the church that we grew up in did not make me feel like if I wasn't Baptist, I was going straight to hell. If that makes sense. Like it wasn't. And I know there are a lot of things that I learned that are hundred percent. Like these are Baptist things. These are things that Baptists believe, you know, um, the Baptists have a church covenant. And I remember like the second church, the second church I ever joined (laughs) after (laughs) church, After our home church, um, that pastor had an emphasis on the church covenant. And he was like, okay, you're a member of a Baptist church. Well, this is what the Baptist church covenant believes. Like, I will not uh, sell or buy alcohol. Like, we went through a whole study on what does it mean to be a Baptist? Not just a Christian, but like, what does it mean to be a Baptist? So, I think... um, That was my first time ever really thinking about, okay, what does it mean to be a Baptist, you know? Um, And growing up, I I would say that there wasn't like a, I don't know. I I think, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish your thought. No, no, no. You're fine. Go go ahead. Because all I was going to say was it was just so... um, it was just different. Like it was kind of like opening, eye opening because we were, it was also a Baptist church that was doing stuff that Baptist churches didn't do. Correct. Like, I was going to say this. So I don't <laughs> feel like we were boxed in. No, it we was had. only after I joined that second church that I was like, Oh, this is for sure. Like, okay, this is why. Okay, go ahead. Like our church was going to bat. Like one of our pastor's wife was the first woman in the pulpit. Like, and that apparently caused the whole stir and an uproar. And I, had, I had no idea. <laughs> Kerfuffle. Me either. Um, but like it was just such a like a groundbreaking place that was about the work and the relationship with God. And I mean, of course, there there are stereotypical stuff in regards to like very small things that I like notice later on once I know like, oh, this is this and this is that or whatever. But correct. Overall, I I, I said that aside because I'm like y'all just got to understand like it was our lives were so eclectic in a way. Yeah. That the introvert in us, if not for these things, we would just, you know, be like in the house. Like read Sarita would be reading books. I would be or BSG would be reading books. I would be playing games or reading a book whenever she made me read a book. We'd watch some movies and stuff like that. I can make you read books. 
I mean, I'm saying like what I mean is like by this age, like if we were just without that, I don't know. I'm 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 making completely different people who are like still around each other. Um. Anyway, but yeah, so like rest just showed me this, just how powerful God is in the regards to everybody. Like he literally gets to the hearts of people, um, which is why I'm often um, not mythed by um, missionary work and stuff like that. But I have more faith now that God gets to people that haven't heard the voice of Jesus. You know, like I, I just had like this faith that he like, if he does that for introverts who don't go nowhere, like you don't go outside and talk to people. You ain't the party person, but he like orchestrates people around you. And you know, like all these different things that happen. I can only imagine what he does for people like in places where you quote unquote can't hear his voice. And that's the biggest thing I took away from the blog post. You know, I love your perspective because for me, um, it was just a reminder that there are so many things about life that I find myself in a state of being unsure, right? But the times in my life when I lean in, the times in my life when I just follow whatever plan God has for me. Those are the, those are like, those are standout moments for me. And I think I use the example of my relationship with my best friend because I can be a very analytical person. I can't overthink things. Um, But by the same token, there is a part of me that is very spontaneous. Like, I will just do it. I won't think about what the consequences are. I will just do it. I will jump in. I will do it scared. I will I will do it. Um, so both of those things exist inside of me. It's a war for me, though, to let that other side just fly and just go with the flow and to just do it anyway. It's a war for me, but I will... I will do it. And so when she extended the invitation to me to join her, I just said, yes. Like, I don't, I really wish, I wish that that was almost 20 years ago, Lord. I wish that I had written in a journal that day what I was truly thinking and what I was truly feeling and what prompted me to go ahead and accept her invitation. But I don't know, child. I just said, yes. And like Bible study brother said, the fact that she even extended the invitation is like, that's Jesus work, y'all. My friend is so private. My friend is so private. And if we actually had this conversation not too long ago, Um, she was here and we were just talking and I was telling her, you know, if you told me today that you turned around and asked somebody to go on a trip with you, somebody you didn't know, like we saw each other in classes every week, but we didn't communicate. I don't even know if I really knew her name. I just knew her face. That's, um, that's hilarious. 
Right. So <laughs> I I told her, she told me, yeah, I just invited this lady that I see all the time. I invited her to go on this trip with me. I would probably call her husband and be like, listen, she's having a mental breakdown. This ain't her. <laughs> like something's going on. Yeah, something is not right. Um, it's not her nature. To, it's not her nature at all to be that spontaneous. She's if you think I'm methodical or thought out, she's very she's gonna analyze it and think it through and pros and cons and all of that. Um, and so us getting together truly was the work of the Lord. It's something that I am sure about. That's why I keep harping on it because the title of it is sure. And it made me think about all the instances in my life when I was sure and very sure that the Lord was with me, loving me, working things out for my good. And I needed that reminder today. I have been in a season, I'm 40, and that has brought a lot of, I think, introspection and... I've been talking with my therapist a lot about purpose. What am I put here for? I want to be sure that I'm living the life that I need to be living because I don't want, you know, my whole life to have passed by and I'm not, and I haven't accomplished anything or I haven't, or I'm not doing what I was put here to do. And so I, I, I've said this before and I will say it again. I, I'm always grateful when we do a blog recap because it, speaks to whatever I'm dealing with in the moment. I mean, my hope and my prayer is that it blesses other people, but the truth of the matter is it blesses me as well to know that God thinks enough of me um, to let me know that he wants me to be sure about everything that he has for me. And he wants me to be sure about his love for me. And he wants me to be sure about his plan for my life. Um, I, at times I do struggle with being sure about a lot of different things, but there's one thing I am sure about, and that is my love for Jesus. And that's his love for me. When I accepted Christ, I remember being like five years old. I couldn't tell you, um, now at this point in time in my life, like the sermon, I mean, the verses, we would have to say verses around everybody would say a verse around the dinner table before we ate I was living with my great-grandmother at the time and so I didn't know many verses they just told me to say Jesus well I did not have the concept that I was saying a bible verse but I just knew I need to say Jesus well because we finna bless this food and we gonna eat you know so it was Jesus well so I didn't have a broad understanding of scripture but I can remember standing in the yard and just knowing that I belong to God didn't have the language to be able to express that to somebody, but I just knew. So by the time I was nine, when I finally had a conversation with my mom about, hey, how old do you have to be to be baptized? Because I need to go and get in. Like I've been knowing this. It's in my heart. It's a for sure thing. You tell me what I have to do to get in. And then for her to tell me, girl, there are no restrictions on age. You know, you just... If you know the Lord is, if you know Jesus came and died and rose up again with all power in his hands to save you, 
today is the day, honey. We don't have to wait for anything. I vividly remember that. I was sure about that. And I think the older I get and the more life, um, I guess maybe even beat me down is the word I want to say. The more life has beat me down, I forget, you know, how sure I was. I forget my conviction. I forget knowing his love for me. And so all, these blog recaps always remind me. And like I said before, they always speak to the specific season that I'm in in my life. And so I'm grateful that I have a reminder that I can be sure of Christ's love for me. Um, there are so many moving pieces in the puzzles of our lives. And it's easy to get caught up in you know, goals that we can set for ourselves that are not necessarily what God would want us to do or what God has for us, but we're on a track, we're on a path, we're going to make this happen. Um, and when you do that, you, I, I find for myself that I become more unsure because this is really what you want for me, God. I get caught up in the details. That is one of my character flaws. Like when planning an event, I can get caught up table up correctly girl we got big view we have 12 more tables that need to be set you're gonna have mm -hmm. to come up off look at the big picture so i get caught up i think sometimes in the details but i need to be more sure that god is going to move me in the direction that i need to go and so i'm glad we recapped sure today i think it was very timely for me I think it was very timely for me. You know, I just think about like, cause I've been, I don't know something about the process of getting to releasing the album. That was really difficult for me. Um, and it was like trusting to just do what he asked me to do. You know what I'm saying? Like sharing this album is so personal for me in a lot of different ways about an, uh, a genre or a career that's not somewhat about being it, you you can be private but it's not it's really the creating and the crafting of it you're still sharing yourself with people right um on a big scale and it was incredibly difficult for me to um do this first album where I'm discussing my faith I'm discussing how my faith got me through uh the roughest times of my life and making a decision to actually try to, to go after um, my music in a way that I've never done before with a message that I haven't had in my music. Um, not as it's like it, the central uh, focus and thought like that just wasn't you know, something that I did. And so now to be, Oh, good gosh. There are so many notifications going off everywhere on my like laptop, and like it was not doing this earlier. But anyway, um, but you know, it, it's just a strange thing of like, wow, you know, like wow, God, like you really have put me in positions with people. Even though I don't really go nowhere, like this is a new city for me. This is a new situation for me. And you brought people into my life just off of happenstance of these people being around. 
it is a hard thing to like engage with people when you're a new artist and you go to these shows like you can say what's up to folks but that don't necessarily mean that a lot of people are going to be open to to your what's up they there to 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 build their fans and and get up out of there and so to have all of these things that are kind of happen i am sure that this is one of the things that God wants me to do amongst the plethora of talents that he wants me to make sure that I'm using. I'm glad to hear, brother, that you have some surety about yourself. I was going to say to you earlier, but I just didn't. Um, I was surprised that you described yourself as a Christian rapper or whatever verbiage you use when we started the podcast I think that was my first time ever hearing you say this is part of who I am I think before it was more open mm-hmm. to interpretation so that was surprising for me so that's something you've got more clarity on uh yeah um but like I more clarity in the sense that it's like it's him focused period like it doesn't matter like it might not sound initially like a Lecrae song or something like that but no matter what I'm talking about it I'm talking about it under a positive the bible gospel principle got it I don't think it you know the there is a Lecrae in the world we don't need another Lecrae song we need an Icarus Grace song like so I don't, I don't, you know how I feel. Be you. Do yeah. You. But more so you know what I mean is, or at least from what I mean is I'm talking from my experience of when you grow up, like Christian hip hop in and of itself is still way, way, way in its infancy, way more so than, than hip hop as a whole. Yeah. Um, because initially when it started, everybody that came out sounded just like every other thing that I was listening to, they just sounded very, very lame to me. Yeah. Like they just sounded like, like yeah, y'all are happy for Jesus, but like I don't see where this stands out or sounds different. Um Lecrae coming out changed a whole different lane. You know, I think about uh I mean Toby Nuigwe probably wouldn't consider himself a Christian artist, but like when I listen to it, I get that that feeling of like positivity or whatever, but just, you know, there's still, there's Southern Houston things about it or whatever. Um, and then I think about me and the entirety of what I've tried to do and what I've been fighting mostly my entire life. I remember having conversations with you about why don't you do music? Why don't you do this? And I'm like, there is nothing in my life that I want to do about, I don't want to do that. I said, I feel like I said, like, maybe I'll do that, like, when I'm about to, like, retire or something like that. Or, like, I, I, I think I do remember talking to you about cursing while you were rapping. I'm like, what's the point? You're an intelligent guy. You can use your brain. Like, is oh. there a different way you could express that, my friend? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we did that. Now, that is, is, is a core reason why you're on the album and we didn't like talk about it on that on your track or whatever but that's like 
you know, that was a big thing for me. Like, I don't get to this or I don't get to the other things in my music without having you around. And that's something that, like, no matter what session I went into that I stood on, the first thing I always stood on was, like, I just don't cuss. Like, I'd, and I would ask everybody to, like, did a song with me. If it was coming out from me, I'd ask that they not do the same. Didn't always work. <laughs> but... I think even then, like at this point, I was like, I just knew I was sure I was going to do something. I think I was just reluctant to what those things meant at the time. Because um, uh, uh, we've we just been talking about a whole bunch of stuff that don't have anything to do with this blog post. Um, outside actually, of this, I believe it does. Oh, no, no, no. Us, no, no, no. I mean, our thing, I mean, outside of this, me and me and my wife. Let me clarify quick, oh, quickly. Okay. Because I was about to share some more stuff with y'all, but I don't. It just doesn't coincide with with sure and being sure and what I think about it. But I am sure that God has been giving me confirmation on a lot of different things and, and kind of like how we think about it and, and how you get to these points and how you grow. How do you become who God created you to be or, you know, like what is the original purpose that he has for you that only you can do? Because that's what he's created you and asked you to do. Um, not that he can't do it without you, but he'd rather do it with you, which is a lovely thing that I that we'll get it to. It is about a lovely thing. You know, the first time I think I ever heard that God extends an invitation to you to work with him, you know, uh, was when we were, and I think the name, Lord, help bring it to my memory, Lord. It's not purpose driven life. Are you talking about horizontal it, Jesus? It's not horizontal, Jesus. It is really, really good experiencing God. That's okay. what it is. Okay. So the first time I ever heard that God extends an invitation to you to partner with what he's going to accomplish in the earth was in experiencing God. And you just talked about, you know, an invitation, an opportunity um, to walk out your purpose. Yeah, he can do it without you, but he's giving you an invitation. He's extending the invitation. Hey, partner with me. I mean, if you don't do it, I'm going to extend the invitation to somebody else. Um, so my prayer for anybody that's listening to this podcast today really is that if God has extended an invitation to you to to get something done, I want you to be sure and just take his hand and accept the hand that he's extending. And that might even be for somebody that's unsaved, that's never accepted Christ as their personal savior. You feel the tug, you feel the pull, you feel the invitation. You know he's talking to your heart. Today is the day, now is the time. Tomorrow's not promised to us. So if you believe that Jesus Christ died for you and got back up on the third day, mm, <laughs> um, today is the day and now is the time and you can you can accept him you can receive him he died for you um, oh man I didn't know he was going to open the doors of the church always you have to open the doors of the church if you feel that tug and you want to be sure and very sure now is the time and I know we talk about life and how we process life and and all of that, but I don't ever want us to get away from the fact that this podcast is not about Bible study girl. It's not about Bible study brother. It truly is about Jesus Christ, the gift he offered. Are you willing to accept it and 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 trust him with your life? 
Are you sure with the direction that you're walking in right now? You can be sure. Uh, And, you know, I talked earlier about I need constant reminders that I'm worthy. Um, Because, man, life be hard. (laughs) Sometimes I can forget that I'm sure and very sure that Jesus I don't, okay, I don't forget that Jesus died for me. I don't forget that I'm saved, but I can get caught up in my day-to-day activities and my day-to-day life. And so even with doing this podcast, I can get caught up in the day-to-day, okay, this is what we do and this is how we do it. But I don't ever want to forget to offer Christ to somebody that needs him because that's the point. That's the goal. Um, That's the push. You know, I told you I've been talking to my therapists about purpose and like, what am I put on this earth for and, and, and doing things. And one thing he told me that's very true. He he was like, okay, you know, you have to, you and the Lord have to sit up and talk about that and figure it out. But one thing is true. You know, your job may change, you know, this activity that you're doing that may change the other activity that you're doing may change. But one thing that remains constant is your purpose that does not change, you know, occupations and all of that, that stuff changes, but the core of who you are and your purpose and why he put you on this earth doesn't change. And so you need to get in touch with that. You need to get in tune with that. And then the other stuff will be variables. That's fine. Um, But just remain focused on what he has purpose for you. And so that's something that I'm struggling through. I am sure that I am called to help people and I am called to do the best I can to help folks in the world. And my prayer today is that you walk away from listening to this podcast with a little bit more sureness about yourself. That's all I got, brother. I'm out. You're out. Well, I'm focused and I'm sure that you guys would like to read more. And you can do that at BibleStudyGirl.com. You can also hear more of us there as well. Uh, Make sure you check out the YouTube page. Go and subscribe. Uh, We are going to get back to it very, very soon. I apologize for all of the inconveniences and everything else. Lord, Jesus knows I've been fighting with all kinds of stuff going on with like Internet, laptops, um, anxieties and everything. But I'm thankful to God that he is going through with me to to pull us out on the other side to get us to uh, ultimately where we're not where where we need to be, because we're sure that is what he asked us to do. If you want to hit us up on the socials, you can do so at uh, Bible Study Girl, the number two on Twitter. On Instagram, it's underscore Bible Study Girl. Uh, Facebook, Bible Study Girl page. Make sure you follow there. You'll get updates on the blog posts as well as any video content that we do. You can message us there um, as well as Bible Study Girl 2019 at gmail.com if you have any prayer requests if you like to be a guest and tell people about your faith walk things that god has done for you things that uh, have been revealed to you through the podcast or just through your daily life we would love to hear from you um and finally but not least remember guys it is not wallowing in the sin um that preaches but we preach and until we meet again guys keep preaching Yeah.